Okay, it's 703. I'm calling the meeting of the San Leandro City Council to order. This is a special meeting. And as a uh, kind of just an apology, a thank you for the public being patient with us. We had a healthy and robust closed session discussion. And so that's why we are a couple minutes late. Thank you for your patience. At this point in time, what I'd like to do is lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance so we can get going with our meeting. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic which stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Madam Clerk, would you please take the roll? Yes. Councilmember Aguilar. Present. Councilmember Azevedo. Present. Councilmember Ballou. Present. Councilmember Bowen. Vice Mayor Simon. Present. Mayor Gonzalez. Present. Uh, all members are present. At this point in time, would you please read your announcement? Yes. If you would like to make a public comment during the meeting, you can do so in person or via Zoom. If you are present at the meeting, please complete a speaker card and submit it to the city clerk before the item is presented. If you wish to participate in public comment via Zoom, you can use the raise your hand tool when the item is called. During the public comment session, speakers will be invited to speak and they will have a specific time set by the mayor to share their comments. A countdown timer will appear for their convenience and when the time is up, the microphone will be muted. All raised hands outside of public comment will be lowered to avoid confusion. Once public comment is opened, hands may be raised to speak. Thank you. So just to clarify our process today, we will have a presentation by the city clerk. Correct, Madam Clerk? Okay, so it'll be a presentation by Madam Clerk regarding some information that we have gathered about the potential for a special election process if we're not able to find a qualified person. Uh, and just give us some general background so that we are all on the same page, literally about what the facts and circumstances are about the decision and the deliberation that we will undertake. Um, we will then move to public comments where the public can ask their questions, make their comments, and that can include information that was already presented or can comment about the candidates, the applicants that are being considered by us. And after that, I will move into a place where uh, we will have some discussion I will then close the discussion and we'll move to a nomination process. And that will go as long as it takes until we either uh, pick somebody to represent District 1 or uh, we reach a situation where we decide that we ultimately have to go to a special election. That's what we will be doing today. And so at this point in time, I'd like to then proceed with agenda item number three, Madam Clerk, and have you uh, offer your presentation. IT, if you can share my screen, please. A lot going on. Okay, so thank you. Uh, tonight, I present to you the District 1 Council vacancy. Tonight's agenda, we will go over a brief overview of what we have covered so far. We will talk nominations. We'll talk special election and then a recommendation. For the overview, this process started on January 2nd, where council provided direction to staff. Then at the February 5th, um, council created an ad hoc committee. On February 13th, council interviewed the, um, the nominations set forward by the ad hoc committee. And then there was um, 
the meeting ended and we are tonight having the same meeting where we will have nominations and potentially an appointment. Then if there is no appointment made, we will talk special election. So the list of interviewees, I would like to note that Salima Hernandez has withdrawn for her application. So for the applicants, we have David Anderson, Kenneth Pond, Saida Stroud, and Spade Walton. And all of these interviewees are eligible for nomination this evening. So the process tonight, so what will happen is we will ask for nominations. There will be, if there is a majority of four nominations, then that person will win an immediate nomination and we will move to vote to appoint. So then we will take a motion and a second to appoint. And if there's a majority of four yeses, then that person will be appointed and sworn in on the meeting on March 4th. If there is no majority in the first round of nominations, then we will go to the random order vote. There will be council and discussion on those nominees, and then I can create the random voting order for nominees. The vote will be taken in random order. The first nominee to reach four yes votes will win the appointment, and it will it's the same process with the motion and second to appoint. And if there is no majority of a nominee, then we will move to a special election. For the special election, the San Leandro City Charter states in section 605, that a special municipal election may be held on any date specified by the council. Appointment, if appointment does not occur within 60 days of vacancy, section 250 of the city charter said that this, the council shall create a special election at which the unexpired remainder of the term of the district one office shall be filled by the voters. So that term would end December 31st, 2026. And the California government code section 36512 states that the election code requires the election day be a minimum of 114 days after the call of the special election if the city charter does not have a set timeline. San Leandro city charter does not have a set timeline. It simply states that the city council may specify any date. So here's a time frame that I've come up with if a special election is necessary. On March 18th, the city council would call the special election that would leave March 19th through July 10th, where candidates would be able to pull papers, gather nominations, go through the typical candidate process. The special election is treated exactly like a regular election. It's just special because it is separate from the regular election in November. 114 days from March 18th would be July 10th. So that uh, day does not fall on a Tuesday. So you would have the special election the following Tuesday, which would be Tuesday, July 16th. Then it takes the Registrar of Voters, they have up to 30 days to get us the finalized election count. So that count, the county would certify by August 16th. August is a legislative break for the city. So the first meeting that the person could be sworn in and attend would be September 2nd. And then the next date to note is that November 5th is the general election. So staff recommends the council nominates and appoints a representative to occupy the vacant District 1 seat. Thank you. Oh, and I did not talk pricing, the cost, so I should briefly touch on that. The cost for the special election, the Alameda County Registrar of Voters charges the city $19 to $21 per registered voter. The city has 51,000 registered voters, so that would be a roughly a million dollars at the highest price point. But then we also have ranked choice voting, so we are required to cover the cost of ranked choice voting. And historically, in the last election, 2022 for about 50,000 voters, it cost the city $271,000 for ranked choice voting supplies. So that will have to be added on top of the cost of the election. 
Thank you. So at this point in time, we will move to council member questions before going to um, the public comments. So no, no council member comments at this time. Let's focus on questions, please. Council member Ballou. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, Kelly. Did I understand correctly that if we wanted to, we could consolidate the special election with the election in November, which would save costs if we don't appoint someone tonight? That is correct. The special election can be consolidated with the regular general election in November, and there is no additional cost. It's the same cost because our share is split amongst Alameda County. So it would be roughly the same cost plus inflation as a 2022 election, which costs the city 440000 So I'm anticipating probably around 500000 this year with inflation. And that would include other candidates, other uh, district seats that are open also. Correct. Total, it would be cost for all. Correct. It would be districts two, four, six, and one. And one. Thank you. Councilmember Bowen, please. Thank you, um, Kelly, for that um, information. Uh, just to clarify your answer to Councilmember Ballou, uh, the uh, the 2022 election cost the city $440,000. And if we were to have a special election, which would be um, where the winner would be sworn in in September um, to fill a four month. No, that, that would be until the two. Okay. Correct. That would be the remainder of the term. So it would be when they're sworn in, when the vote is certified in August through December 2026. Got it. The appointment if we were to make one tonight, would go until December 31. This year. Correct. And then the winner of the special election would go to the completion of the term, which would be the end of 2026. Correct. Okay. And that special election would be in total 1.27? Roughly. Okay. Councilmember Aguilar, please. So I'm getting a little confused with this special election <clears throat> process. So if we tie it in, let's say... We we don't come to a consensus tonight. Um, uh, the council can decide whether or not we want to tie in or do we have to follow guidelines in that sense to have a special election or tie it in with the special election or tie it and do a special election with the regular election. And that would be an additional 400000 on top of? No. So there's two election costs. If you have a standalone special election for this one district, one vacancy, which if the council sets a date, the soonest date could be July 16th, roughly, that would cost the city about $1.2, $1.3 million. However, if the council decides to have a special election and consolidate it with the general election in November, then that would just be an additional line item on everybody's ballot and an additional page in the candidate book. And that would cost the city roughly $500,000 in total to cover seats two, four, six, and the remaining term of one. Gotcha. Thank you. Seeing no other questions, I want to go to public comment at this time. Mr. Mayor, we have about 12 public commenters in person, and I see two hands up online. 
Can I please have the folks online that want to speak on this item, make sure you have your hands raised. We now have five hands up. Give them another 30 seconds. Maybe we'll make that 15 because I think it's pretty clear what we're asking them to do. So again, if you'd like to speak on this item online, please raise your hand because we will be identifying who our speakers are so we can determine how much time to allocate. And so where do we stand at this moment, Madam Clerk, on the number of online hands? Mr. Mayor, we have six hands online. Okay, please record those six names. Okay, I've got them. Okay, so at this point in time, we will recognize those six people, and then we will proceed uh, into our chambers with those that are present. I'm going to give each speaker one minute. Okay, thank you. Uh, we have about a dozen, so I'm going to call two people so people can queue up for this. We will start with Emily Grego. I'm sorry, we're starting online first. Oh, online first. I'm sorry. No worries. Sorry, Emily. We're going to start online first. Mitch Heidema, you may unmute yourself. Hello, everybody. Um, one thing that I am confused by is if somebody is appointed tonight, you said that they're they basically will serve um, through the end of the year. And I'm wondering if they would they then be in the November election one way or the other? I believe my time is, right now. Is that your only question? Uh, yes. Yeah, that is my only question. And I, it looked like my time had run out. So, um, but I see it's gone. But yes, that that is my that is my primary question. Or misunderstanding. Okay, and so just as a matter of clarity, if we appoint someone tonight, their term expires on December 31st, 2024. That individual has the right um, to run for election if they so choose. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Jesse Rubin, you may unmute yourself. Good evening, everyone, uh, Mayor and City Council. My name is Jesse Rubin, and I'm speaking in support of Spade Viveris Walton for the District 1 City Council vacancy appointment. Spade is the right leader for District 1. She's begun meeting with community members to learn about their priorities and vision for San Leandro. She is a consensus builder, a skilled communicator, and is ready to work with the City Council on important upcoming decisions. I respectfully ask that you appoint her to the District 1 City Council vacancy. Thank you. Thank you. Whitney Walker, you may unmute yourself. Hi, thank you. Um, yeah, so I am also calling to ask for the city council to approve and appoint um, Spade A. And, um, you know, I, I, this is, I, I, there's been some confusion about what the process is going to, it could be if you don't appoint somebody, but it 
just sounds like you've already done the work to um, make a plan for how you want to have this run. And it you have a very qualified candidate in front of you, the most qualified candidate. I just really want to call on the city council, um, remind you of your responsibility to appoint the most qualified person by the process that you already created to fill the seat and to act in a fiscally responsible way. Um, I think that Spade has overwhelming support um, from the community and is um, just clearly the most qualified candidate that you have um, to appoint. So thank you very much. Thank you. Leona C, you may unmute yourself. Hello, my name is Leona Chen. And I'm here also wholeheartedly to support uh, Spede Viveros Walton for this appointment. I think her qualifications exceed um, expectations and the support is there. She's going to be great for District 1 and additionally just the financial responsibility of not spending the money uh, for a special election I think is uh, a priority. Um, San Leandro has a lot of Mama, wonderful projects Mama. that they could support. My son also supports Spede and uh, we yield our time. Thank you. Thank you. Elizabeth Eccles, you may unmute yourself. Elizabeth, can you hear us? We are going to circle back. Liana Castello, you may unmute yourself. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Great. I just wanted to say as a District 1 constituent, I support Spade. As everyone's been saying, she's very well qualified. Also, I wanted to bring up that as a District 1 uh, resident, I don't want to go unrepresented for such an extended period of time on city council. So I'd appreciate uh, coming to a conclusion on this, not just because of the fiscal responsibility, but also making sure the members of our community have full representation. Thank you. Thank you. Elizabeth Eccles, you may unmute yourself. We cannot hear you, so maybe there's a technical difficulty. If you would like, you can email in your comments to the city clerk's office. Thank you. Douglas Spaulding, you may unmute yourself. Ms. Clancy, thank you for your clear explanation and your aesthetically pleasing presentation. Thank God somebody knows what's going on. Keep running our city for us, please. I think we can all agree that 1.3 million for a um, little over five months is not worth it. But I wanna agree with the last speaker, as a resident of District 1, please don't leave us unrepresented for an entire year. I did what the mayor suggested. I went back and I listened to the video of the candidates interviews from the last round. And from the presentations, there's, there's one candidate who clearly uh, rises above the others. Uh, this is a candidate who has a history of service in San Leandro and glowing reviews from those who have worked with them. This candidate, uh, candidate was uh, clearly erudite in their preparation and thoughtful in their responses. 
this candidate has the training, education, and experience uh, that makes them best qualified for the job. And this candidate is the one who stands the best chance to be elected in November. So unless you want to start uh, reinvent the wheel all over again for the next term, I suggest you elect Ms. Walton. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Elizabeth, we will try you one more time. You can now unmute yourself. Thank you so much. I'm calling back on my phone. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Good. Okay, great. Well, good evening, Mayor Gonzalez and city council members. My name is Elizabeth Eccles. I serve as president of the East Bay Regional Park District Board. I'm speaking in my personal capacity this evening to support Spade Rivera's Walton for the District 1 City Council vacancy appointment. I first met Spady about 15 years ago when she served as Deputy Chief of Staff for then Berkeley Mayor Bates, and I was immediately struck by her commitment to public service, her depth of knowledge of issues that impact not just in that, when she was living in Berkeley, but really on all of the East Bay, and her ability to bring people together to solve important issues. She's a consensus builder, a skilled communicator. She's ready to work with the city council. Um, she will bring tremendous experience to the city council. She's only grown over the 15 years that I knew her and she's she was outstanding then and she's even more amazing now and she will be a great colleague. I respectfully urge you to appoint her to the District 1 City Council vacancy. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Mayor, there's no more public comment online, so now we will go in person. Thank you very much. Okay, we will start with Emily Grego, and then we will go to Jim Parola. Hello, everybody. I'm Emily Grego, President and CEO of the San Leandro Chamber of Commerce. We're here tonight to urge the city council to collaborate in appointing a representative for district one. A special election would incur expenses that could be used for the overall care of San Leandro. We could enhance the SLPD recruitment endeavors. We could uh, light up downtown with more lights and other critical areas throughout town for safety. We could address the blight, uh, RV settlements. We could even help our homeless even more with that million dollars. We appeal to you to uphold your commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion in your selection tonight. But above all, we urge mutual respect and cooperation among council members, prioritizing the welfare of the entire community. We urge you to make an appointment tonight. We cannot have a city council that is deadlocked on issues through the remainder of the year. Thank you. Thank you. Jim Parola, and then Joseph Leray, Leroy. Hello, Mayor, Vice Mayor, City Council people. If we let this go to the special election, we're all out of our minds. It's not going to, I mean, we can't waste that much money. Um, if anything, if anything leads to IRV voting, uh, this does. You should use IRV voting tonight. List the candidates, one, two, three, four. You will come out with a winner, and it'll save a lot of money for our city. I can't believe you didn't do it last time. I sat here. I was almost ripping the rest of my hair out listening to what was going on. That wasn't in the best interest of the city. So sometimes you have to put your own agenda aside and do what's best for the city. And clearly, when I listened last time, Spade A 
who I work with when I was on the city council and she worked for the city was the most prepared. Now, whether it's Spade or somebody else, put your agenda aside. Thank you. Joseph LeRae, Joseph LeRoy, and then Kellen Stevens. Good evening, Mayor and City Council. My name is Joseph Leroy, and I support Spade Viveros Walton for this position. I have known Spade for 18 years. I attended UC Berkeley with her, and I even officiated her wedding. So I know her very well. Spade is proactive, well-educated, a skilled communicator, well-versed in local, state, and federal policies, and for many, many other reasons, is extremely qualified to fill the District 1 City Council vacancy. As such, I request you appoint her to this position and that you do so tonight. A qualified candidate in saving public funds is a win-win for San Leandro. Thank you. Helen Stevens and then Jason Lendeza. Okay, hello council members, uh, mayor, assistant city mayor and city attorney or manager, sorry. Um, I'll make it short. I'm here to support Spade. Um, I think she represents who we are and what we aspire to be. She can hit the ground running. And I didn't think about this, but the last commentator online mentioned not being represented for you know almost a year. I think it's very important to have that representation. So to make a decision today. Thank you. Thank you. Jason Landeza and George Morris. Good evening, Mr. Mayor. Waiting, uh, Mr. Gonzalez, Mr. Mayor. City Council members, uh, my name is Jason Landeza. Uh, since 1986, I've been assigned to various Catholic churches around San Leandro. I've known Spade since my time at uh, St. Felicitas in the Manor. Uh, I have found Spade to be uh, an incredible, incredibly dedicated servant in our community here in San Leandro. She brings a deep understanding of the issues that confront San Leandro. Uh, she also has the capacity to reach out across the aisles, across the table, to meet the needs of all the residents, not just the residents of uh, District 1. So I'm honored to express my support for Spade uh, as uh, to represent District 1 on the San Leandro City Council. Thank you. Thank you. George Morris and then Tim Downing. Hello, Mr. Mayor, City Council. My name is George Morris. Um, I am here in full support of Spade Baveros Walton. Um, first of all, as an attorney myself, I can say it, what a wonderful experience it would be to work with her. She's easy to communicate with. She's able to bridge people of different backgrounds and different cultures without any effort whatsoever. People gravitate toward her. Um, I'd say she'd make huge leaps and bounds for the city of San Leandro. Thank you. Thank you. Tim Downing and then Tom Bates. Good evening, everybody. My name is Tim Downing. I'm a San Leandro resident since 2021. Um, I've known Spade for about three years now, and she has my enthusiastic recommendation. Um, I don't think we should go a year without representation. I don't think we should spend a million dollars. That would be silly. So Spede is incredibly qualified, and she's the kind of person I would want representing me um, at the city council. So I would recommend we appoint somebody, and that somebody be Spede. Thank you. Tom Bates and then Lonnie Hancock. 
Good evening, Mayor and Council. I'm Tom Bates. I'm a former mayor of Berkeley and former state legislator for 20 years. I had the pleasure of having Sveta work on my staff when I was in the mayor of, Ber the mayor of Berkeley, and she was absolutely fantastic. She reached out to people. She listened to people. She cooperated when it was necessary. But the main thing is that she got worked well with everybody. She was, she was a problem solver, and I just can't think of anybody who would be better from the city council in Spade. So I hope you'll see that way and, and select her. Thank you. Thank you. Lonnie Hancock, Nathan Dahl. Good evening, mayor and council. Uh, I had the, uh, my name is Lonnie Hancock. I had the honor of representing San Leandro for a number of years of the California State Senate worked with you and enjoyed working with the council on many issues from saving hospitals to various environmental issues. I have known Spade Walton through my husband, Tom Bates, who she worked for, for um, a number of years. And I have watched her move to San Leandro, set down her roots here, start her family here, and I know how committed she is to this city. Uh, in my experience, she has excellent judgment. She understands the issues facing cities. And she's just a pleasure to work with and collaborate with. So I support her very much and hope you'll choose her. Thank you. Thank you. Nathan Dahl and then Rebecca Chapman. Good evening, Mayor Gonzalez and honorable members of the San Leandro City Council. My name is Nathan Dahl, and I'm here to support Spade for the appointment for District 1. I've known Spade for close to 20 years now. I work for the city of Berkeley. I've worked my entire career there. And I first met Spade when she was working in Mayor Bates's office. I was working in the city manager's office at the time. And Spade always conducts herself with integrity. She has a deep um, core set of values, and she it's really her guiding light and her service to the community. Um, there was an opportunity, I ran a program called Youth in Government in Berkeley, and I recruited Spade as soon as I could to get her to join our advisor team to teach high school kids about state government. Um, that's where our friendship really blossomed. I've continued to know Spade um, since then. I too uh, moved from Berkeley into this community, and um, I love living here, and I love the vision that the council and this city administration has for this community. Um, and I can't think of anyone else who I would want representing uh, the city in this as a city council member than Spade. So when there's an opportunity to appoint uh, someone like Spade to the council, I, I strongly recommend that you do. Thank you. Thank you. Rebecca Chapman, Mindy Rieger. Good evening. My name is Rebecca Chapman. Um, I'm a 10-year proud resident of San Leandro, and like so many others here tonight, I'm an enthusiastic supporter of Spade Viveros Walton for the District 1 vacancy. Spade has the perfect blend of experience, collaboration, ethics, and determination to excel on the City Council. In the six years that I've known Spade, I've been awed by her unflagging commitment to social justice and public service. In addition to the 15-year career in public service that's already been mentioned by so many people, um, she's also given time to contribute to some of our cherished San Leandro local programs, like the Cherry Festival and the Library Historical Commission. She's already begun to bring this community-mindedness to the role of councilwoman by meeting with citizens and local leaders since deciding to throw her hat in the ring for this vacancy. 
She's more than ready to hit the ground running and make sure that the citizens of District 1 continue to have representation. So I respectfully ask that you appoint her to the District 1 vacancy. Thank you. Thank you. Mindy Rieger and then Mark Janowitz. Good evening, Mayor and Council Members. My name is Mindy Rieger, and I'm here in support of Spade Walton for the District 1 City Council vacancy appointment. I met Spade in 2017 during the San Leandro leadership class. During that time, I got to know Spade in a unique way as it relates to San Leandro. She is one of she is one of the most passionate and informed members of this community I have ever met. I was constantly in awe of her dedication to the community and pride for her city. Spade is incredibly skilled in a variety of ways, including collaboration, communication, and leadership. She will undoubtedly excel in this role, and San Leandro would be in great hands with her by your side. Thank you. Thank you. Mark Janowitz. Good evening, Mr. Mayor and Council. I'm Mark Janowitz, a homeowner in San Leandro. I just have to ask, is it not clear at this point? Is it not clear at this point uh, that out of a strong field, there is one candidate who stands out? That would be Ms. Walton, in case I didn't mention her name the last time, which has been pointed out I didn't. Is it not clear at this point? Well, I think it is. Now, shifting to another, another point, I think it would be really sad as to what it says about this board if you can't come together and take care of this one piece of business. You can't leave this to a, a special election and leave the district without a represent, representative and go to this whole process. You have jobs to do. It, it would be unthinkable that you can't take care of this piece of business tonight. That would be a real failure on your part. And it would also be a failure if you didn't pick the most qualified candidate whose best qualifications are obvious. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mr. Mayor, there is no more public comment. Okay, so at this point in time, I'd like to move to the next part of our discussion. Um, so before taking nominations, I'd like to basically pass the baton along to see if there's anything that council members, vice mayor, myself, that we would like to discuss. But out there, we've heard from a number of candidates. We've pared down from, I think, 18 applications that we received. There's just an opportunity for, for you to offer some words to the public, uh, if you so choose. Councilmember Blue, please. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Just two quick thoughts on some what, a little bit of what I heard, and they are more representative of the council and what we're doing than any of the 18 candidates that put in or the finalists. But although I, I understand and empathize with people who stated that they worried that they would not be with a, a representative for District 1, I would like to remind the public that this council represents the whole city, all 91,000 residents and businesses, and I believe has done a good job. It's interesting, we get nominated from our district, but we represent the whole city. That's one of the conflicts of being a council member is you have to make sure you're doing what's best for everyone, not just people in your district. And I will say on the record, that this council sometimes has our disagreements, but in the end, I think we always get it right for the whole city. So fear not, there has not been a lack of representation for District 1 in the absence of former council member Reynas. In fact, I think the council has stepped up and worked even harder to be acutely aware of how we need to really pay attention to what needs to be done. That being said, I would also say that the assumption that there would be a deadlock of this council if we don't fill this seat is a completely false assumption. This council has been functional, even though we don't always agree on everything. 
And that's what city councils do. They don't agree and they bring in a bunch of different thoughts from the back of different backgrounds and you move forward with what's best for the city as a majority. So um, I think that's a, an assumption that I would hope is not replicated or continued to go on in the community because we are working hard even with six, in my opinion. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Uh, Councilmember Aguilar, please. Uh, thank you, Mayor. And, and um, I, I think what you know, Councilmember Ballou had said is is correct. I think we are all voted at large within this community, and uh, you know we we do you know miss our representative from District One. I think tonight, you know, I'm ready to move forward to make a decision um, <clears throat> that would support what the city would like to see, um, what I would like to see moving forward. Uh, I think there were some comments that were made at the last meeting where one of the candidates felt like their integrity and their education was questioned um, and uh, felt very upset about the comments of uh, one of my colleagues that was mentioned where they felt that they were not qualified according to what was said. Um, and that sense of, you know, comments saying, take a look at what was, what was said uh, at the last meeting. Uh, and I just wanted to state that publicly um, that this person, you know, felt like, they were qualified, was really upset, but felt like that, you know, because they didn't have the education or experience, I think the lifelong experiences of people that, you know, serve our community, especially within the public school system, that should not go unnoticed or discounted in that sense. And so I just wanted to bring that out. Um, and for that reason, I think that's one of the reasons why they felt like they couldn't move forward um, with integrity and, and pursue uh, this process. So. Um, but I think, you know, with, with our colleagues, like, we you know, we're, we agree, we disagree, um, and we all work together in that sense. And I think well, I'm ready to make a decision to move, to move forward. Thank you. Vice Mayor Azevedo, please. I'm sorry, Council Member Azevedo, used to be Vice Mayor. <laughs> yes, I, I want to thank all the candidates for putting their, putting their name in, into becoming a district, a district one council member. Um, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of empathy and a lot of just good getting out there, putting yourself out there. And I just want to thank everybody. We have a lot of good candidates and yes, I'll be supporting some tonight and we need to get this done. We don't need a special election. We don't need to cost the city that much money. We just, we need to get it done. We need to come together as a council and get this done. Thank you. Vice Mayor Simon. Yeah, I, I as well would like to thank all the candidates for all the hard work and effort that they put in, as well as all the public online, as well as the public here in person that have came to speak out. I think each candidate provides a unique um, set of capabilities, experiences that can benefit our city. Uh, some of them have more people to speak out for them, and some of them don't have as many. Uh, but I do believe that many of them I think that they can do the job in different aspects, different areas. Uh, for example, some I was able to talk to some of the candidates over the past week, one-on-one, -on -one, and some ideas that have come out are like fresh ideas, good ideas, like our $300 million budget uh, under shortfall that we have on capital projects, such as our streets. An idea that came up is looking to our businesses and what can they do to help out, such as our streets? And perhaps businesses would adopt the street, big businesses. Um, just throwing names out there, Granger, Caterpillar, some of these large corporations that are impacting our streets. 
um, and put money forward right then and there. Maybe not the whole street be paid for, but some of it and put their name up as advertising. And that doesn't require advanced degree education to come up with those ideas, even though it's good to have advanced degree education. I'm not discounting that. Um, but just wanted to say that all of our candidates, I believe, would do an excellent job. Um, and that one idea that I mentioned was brought by Dave Anderson, um, bringing in new businesses to um, help fund our streets. But I did speak to all the candidates, and I believe that they are all qualified. And tonight, I am confident we are not going to waste a million dollars, and we will come up with a decision. I also like to echo what Councilmember Ballou started, is District 1 is represented by all of us. I think all of us have walked up and down those hills, flatlands, and we will continue to do that even when we appoint someone tonight. Thank you. Councilmember Bowen, please. Thank you, Mayor. Um, I try not to repeat things that are already said. Um, so I'm just going to ask my council colleagues, after hearing what you said tonight, to hold you to task because I was really worried at the end of the last meeting. So I'm really excited by what the next, let's say 30 to an hour um, will, will yield because obviously, you know, we, we talked about how difficult it was um, to come to consensus last time because there are so many um, strengths in the candidates that, that came to us, but we do have a responsibility to the city. And um, I'm really looking forward to being able to move forward with the best candidate to fill the appointment. Okay, so at this point in time, what I'd like to do is move towards the nomination process, because I think you guys have pretty much said everything that needs to be said. I will say that I do believe that um, it has been a great process. It's been a process that has included an incredible breadth of our city. We talked last time about the skills that each of those people bring. And even though we only focused on those that were present in the finalist list, there were many people who are highly qualified that did not move forward to that finalist list. So be aware that there's significant support from highly qualified people in the community. But given the consensus that I see in the community from the sheer volume, I have received more comments of support for one candidate in particular than from all the other candidates combined. And I, I do think that part of our job here as a council is to represent the will of the community. And so for that reason, I will be nominating Spade Viveros Walton tonight. And what I'd like to do is to give each of my council members uh, an opportunity, if they would like to, add a nomination. It could be the same person. It could be another person. But I'll go down the line. I'll start with the District 6 and work through all the districts. And then when we're done, we'll evaluate whether we need to have further discussion, whether we need to randomize the vote, and we'll see how it proceeds from that point going forward. But at this point in time, I will call on Councilmember Blue, District 6. Thank you, Mayor. I concur with your recommendation or your, your nomination of Spade. I hear from District 5. Yes, I concur as well, Mayor. I hear from District 4. I nominate Dave Anderson. Could I hear from District 3, please? Uh, Mayor, I uh, concur. I would uh, like to put forth and nominate Spade Vivieros Walton. 
Representative from District 2, please. I concur. Spading. Okay, so at this point in time, we have two nominees. We have one that has five nominations and one that has one by the process that we agreed upon however many weeks ago that was. We will vote first on the nominee that has more than a majority. And then if that if we do not agree, then we'll move on to our second candidate. So I'd like to have a vote on the appointment of Spade Viveros Walton to the San Leandro City Council. So vote for appointment or a vote for nomination? We have had sufficient nominations, so I don't think there's any point unless you tell me it's a matter of order. We do not have to vote on nominations. The majority of the council has nominated her. At this point, we will move to a vote, but I'll get a clarification from my clerk. I believe we need a motion and a second before we can take the vote. No, so we have uh, nominations have been made, Correct. and we're taking a vote on the first candidate, the highest number of nominations, and there's no need for a second and, and, a, and a, sec, a motion and a second. Okay. Uh, it's just that the nominations, you put up the vote, and whoever gets the four votes or the majority votes first is the appointee. So thank you for the parliamentary clarification. So let's vote, please. And this is for the appointment of Spady Viveros Walton to the San Leandro City Council representing District 1. That representation will run through December 31st of 2024. If she chooses, she may run for election to complete the term of former council member Selena, uh, Selena Reynes. Mr. Mayor, all votes are in. Motion passes unanimous, 6-0. And so at this point in time, we have no further business, so we are adjourned. Thank you. We're adjourned before 8 o'clock. Not even 8 o'clock. That's a record. That is a record. <laughs>